Okay, this morning, this is uh, going to be a little different for me. I'm standing up here at the pulpit, looking out at a bunch of empty pews. And uh, this is very uncomfortable. But uh, I feel like that uh, we need to get God in this picture and see if we can make some sense of what's going on. I've titled my sermon this morning, Is This Virus... God's judgment, or is it a judgment of God? Because that's what many people are asking and they're wondering, is this virus? Is it God's judgment on us? Is things beginning to start happening? Well, you know, that's hard to answer because we don't know how, what God's thinking right now. Now, we know that he can come against us, he can punish us, and he can put judgments on us. But, you know, this coronavirus, it's a sickness that can affect your lungs and your airways. And the death rate for this virus is said to be quite a bit higher than just the regular flu. We are told that things could even get worse than what they are now. This virus is different than any strain of virus that we have dealt with in our time. This coronavirus may not be as bad as the flu virus that, that we had back in 1918, that spread through the world because only because about five percent of the people who got the flu then they died. But this coronavirus has a higher death rate compared to any recent viruses or flu that we have encountered. So is God trying to talk talk to us? Is he showing us something? You know, when Israel would become rebellious against God. Now, God, he punished Israel, and he loved Israel with all his heart. That was his chosen people. But when they got out of his will, he punished them. And, it's, and the Bible says he punishes those or chastises those in whom he loves because he wants to bring us back to him, get us out of the world, and get us, and get us close to him. And anybody who has read or studied God's word knows that God has blessed some nations even more than he has others. But why? What are his reasons for doing this? You know, God's word says in Psalms 33, 12, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people whom he has chosen as his heritage. He has, God has chosen us, Israel, those, his, the Christian, as his heritage. And the reason God blesses some nations and not others is because the ones he's blessed, they have chosen to follow God, his laws, or his word. Chose to be obedient to God through what his word tells us to do. As God told Israel in, in Exodus 19.5, it says... Now, if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all nations you will be my treasured possession, although the whole earth is mine. Did you notice what God said was conditional? I, want, I'm, I'm, I just want to repeat something here. So listen. It says now, Now, if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, this is added, only, then, out of all the nations, will you be my treasured possession. Even though the whole earth is mine, God wants our obedience. And the only way that, 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 that God can really bless us is for us to be obedient to him. 
whenever we, whenever his, and do whatever his word tells us to do. Then God tells us, just like he tells all nations, listen to what it says here in Deuteronomy 20, 19. It says, I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curses. Now listen, then he says, therefore choose life that you and your offspring may live. God has given us a choice of life or death. Have you chose what you want? Or have you chose life? And for us here in the New Testament times, say to choose life is to choose and accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. It's his blood, his death on the cross, and our, our belief and our faith in him that brings eternal life. So when we choose life now, we're choosing Jesus Christ as our Lord and as our Savior. Now, even though this coronavirus was something that did not exist back in the Old Testament times, or if it did, it was, it, it was called something else. But God knew that this was going to happen. He knew it was coming. And God has a purpose for everything that he does. We know that. That, that, that whatever God does, he has a purpose for doing it. And he says, we have God's promise that whatever happens to us, it will work out for our best. If, notice that word again, conditional, if. You know, if is a real small word, but when you compare it to what God's word says, it can be a giant word. It says, if we love God and we belong to him through Jesus Christ. And, and yeah, I guess you know where I'm going is Romans 8.28. And it says, and we know that all things work together for good. Notice, to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. God has put a call on every one of our lives for something. Are you being obedient to the call that God has put on your life? You know, and I know, and we all say it, said, you know, and we know that sometimes the things we go through they don't look like the best at that time. You start questioning God. But even this coronavirus will work out for the good of all involved who loves God. You know, Scripture teaches us that whatever comes against us must first pass through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. We can look at this and say, Satan, you are defeated by the blood of Christ. It says that, 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 that Christ defeated Satan and all of his works on the cross. Satan is a defeated foe. We have to know this. We have to confess that Satan is a defeated foe because Jesus Christ is in our life. He is our Lord and he is our Savior. You know, like I said, God was not, he wasn't caught off guard for this virus. God knew it was coming and he knows in the end what it will accomplish. You know, God had a reason for doing this. This is his judgment. He will always bring about his purposes. Whatever he speaks, it will come about. And nothing can stop God's purpose. Nothing. When he speaks something, it will happen. So this coronavirus, is it a judgment of God? You know, just personally, I can't answer that. But, but I can't, you know, because I can't speak for God and what he's doing. But I do believe in God's sovereignty 
and I trust him. You know, we are told to trust God. Here in Proverbs uh, chapter 3, verse 5 through 6, <clears throat> and, and I'm sure all of you know what this is, and, you, and I'm hoping you, you use it. This is trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge God and he shall direct your paths. Yes, this coronavirus has made a huge difference in our life and the way that we are living our life. You know, it's, uh, it's changed a lot of things of what we're doing. They've got us kind of, you might say, under lockdown. We can't go out and do the things that we'd like to do or do the things we used to do. It's changed, like I said, it's changed our life. It's changed our way of thinking. And the things that we thought were important before were like sports, going out to the restaurants, parties, so forth, are all small now in comparison to this coronavirus and the threat to human life. So, I'm just wondering, will God use these dangerous and serious times to draw men, women, and children back to him? I believe he will. <clears throat> For God desires that no one should perish and that all should, should put their faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. You might say, now Bill, where did you get that? Let's look at 2 Peter 3.9. It said, the Lord is not slack or he is not slow concerning his promise as some men count slackness. But he is long-suffering toward us, not willing that anyone should perish, but that all should come to repentance. That's what God wants. Every one of us to come to repentance, to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. You know, if you have Jesus Christ in your life and he is your Lord and Savior, this coronavirus, is, it's, it's not going to affect us. It's not going to affect us. But we're putting our faith and our trust in God. And so, so I'd ask you today, have you drifted away from God? Have you kind of, I'll just put it to you bluntly, have you backslidden from Christ? Do you need to come back to him? I'm going to tell you right now, his arms are wide open reaching out to you right now. And I wish you would just say yes to him. Today would be a good day while salvation is still available to us. You know, like the Bible says, for today is a day of salvation. I'm hoping that we can understand that whatever this coronavirus is, is that, that, that it will accomplish, I really believe, what God wants it to accomplish, to draw man back to him. Those that walked with him once that have drifted away, have backslidden. They've gone back into the world. And for those that have never known God. I think some of them are they even begin to think, hey, maybe there's something to the word of God. Maybe God means what he says. That we will be judged. My friends, God's word is true. It's pure. It's holy. And what God has said, it will come to pass. For God is a God that cannot lie. His word, in Isaiah 55, says, My word shall not go out and return to me void, but it shall accomplish that thing which I sent it out to do. Whatever God has, has sent this virus out to do, it will accomplish. 
please, if you have not received Jesus Christ into your life, if you do not know him, today, I plead with you to come to him. Tell your friends, tell your family about Jesus. They need to know about him. And they'll listen to you where they may not listen to anybody else. Please, tell someone about Jesus Christ. You know, I'm closing. I just, I just want to say that my prayer for all of you and your loved ones today is, and I'm going to use part of uh, uh, Psalms 91. It's 91.10, which says that no evil shall come to you Neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. And now I always say, may God bless you and may God's face shine upon you and all your family. May his hedge of protection be put around you. Let us pray. Father God, I have brought your word. Lord, I know that you are a sovereign God. I know that you have a purpose for what is going on with this virus. Lord, I ask you just to reach out to draw those hearts to you that may be just kind of holding back. Reveal to them, Lord God, they need you. They need you now. Lord, I pray that this nation will turn and come back to you. Lord, we love you, and I thank you, Lord. Thank you for this church, and thank you for, 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 for all my people. And just to all you people, I want to just let you know, I miss you so much. And you know you have my phone number. I'm there. If there's something you need or something I can do, please call me. You can call the elders here at the church. And Lord, I just ask you, Lord, to just bless the people. And I've asked these things in God's holy name. Amen.